Hey everybody, this is episode four of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. This episode was originally recorded live on December 8th, 2013. Coming up on this episode, PS4 sales reach 2.1 million units and Microsoft hastily responds with nearly irrelevant numbers. Uh, Sony rides the waves of password resets, we think, or Joe probably got hacked. And we offer our own take on Spike's video game awards where abbreviations don't mean shit. As always, we talk about the games burning up our PCs and consoles this week and what we've got our eyes on for next week. That and more coming up on this episode of Whippin'. Hello, gamers, and welcome to another episode of What I'm Playing Now. This is episode four. My name is Joe Luzzi, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Greg Martin. Greg, how are you doing this fine Sunday evening? Oh, man, it's it's a fantastic day here in Alliance. You know? <laughs> it's nice and warm outside, isn't it? Yeah, it's about 80 degrees, sun's out, you know? <laughs> A bunch of hotties walking down the street. You obviously have something in that coffee you're drinking there, buddy. Uh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> All right, we are on episode four of What I'm Playing Now, the video game and board game podcast. Which um, has can... turned into a video game podcast mostly lately. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been doing much board gaming. I know there's a couple that I have downstairs that I want to pull out, and we're gonna, I'm hopefully going to be playing during the holidays, so... Hopefully in the next couple episodes, we will not just be hitting and focusing on video games and focusing on PS4 stuff, considering that's the new console in my life. But I actually, when we get to the games, the game section of what I played, um, I played a board. I did play, the wife and I did play a board game this past week, although it wasn't, although it wasn't the 360. So I don't know how much that counts. Uh, (laughs) You you violate a board game rule number one. There's no board involved. (laughs) It was Monopoly on the 360. There's no physical cardboard, Joe. <laughs> Still a board game. Bah. So everybody can find us at what I'm playing now at gmail.com on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Drop the G. And on Facebook, I'm working on the Facebook page and hopefully I'll have more stuff up on that um, this week. I know there's a couple more things that I want to, there's a couple things I want to upload to that. Um, from my Assassin's Creed 4 marathon from yesterday, which we will get to later. But let's hit the news first. Let's do it. We, we need some news music here. Uh, <laughs> I'll, throw some, I'll throw some in. <laughs> and then, um, so some of the first things we can talk about. PS4 sales were topping 2.1 million. 
dun, dun, um, dun. worldwide i don't know I don't, I don't know if it's released worldwide yet but we're in the 16 countries or whatever the hell however many countries are released it now which is which is a pretty pretty decent number Joe. considering considering when the playstation 4 was released i think the wii u was around 3.9 million so if they're if sony's more than half of the way to what the wii u has sold in over a year in not even a month they could lap Nintendo here very quickly. <laughs> well, for one thing, if they if they made it in the U.S., that is the world, right? I mean, like, sure, if you want to be like that. <laughs> uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't we state like day one of this podcast that PS4 was just going to murder the Wii? I mean, it's looking like they're on track to do it. And I, I think I think the Xbox One's even gonna even gonna lap them soon. I mean, it you know they might not be. PS4 may outsell the Xbox One here during the beginning, but I have a feeling it's going to be pretty level over the course of the time. And I have a feeling Nintendo's just going to get left in the left behind here in this generation. Good. So, ah, uh, well, we'll see. I mean, there's, I know, I know Nintendo's supposed to be coming out with some good games and later on in the, in the, when we get to like the VGX section of the, of the podcast, um, Reggie fils was, uh, at, was there and they actually talked about one of the games that Nintendo's coming out with. I guess I could just talk about that now because I really didn't even put that down in the notes. Was it Barney so, Singalong? No, it was a Donkey Kong game and what they showed I kind of sat there and was like, if Nintendo's expecting this to save the Wii U, I tweeted this out on Twitter. I was like, then they are in worse shape than I ever thought they were. <laughs> well, that's all they're doing, man. They're, they're just re- – they don't have any new IPs or new products. It's just revamping dead product over and over again. Well, and that – and I think they're just taking too long to turn around some of that, um, considering there's been no new Zelda. I don't think there's a Mario Kart yet on the Wii U. I mean, a lot of the staples that normally sell that I purchased on my original Wii that I that I did enjoy. I mean, I I got Zelda, the first Zelda when you know the, the Zelda game when it came out on the Wii. I really enjoyed that. The wife and I used to play the hell out of you know Mario Kart racing on the on the Wii. Um, yeah, but listen listen to what you're saying. I mean, really carefully listen to what you're saying. It's revolving around the same three or four. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the same IPs. It's the same IPs, and they're really there's really nothing new. I agree with you. Right. Nobody buys a Zelda. Nobody buys a Nintendo console unless there's a decent Zelda game backing it. Right. So, and that'll be the interesting thing when, yeah, and that'll be the interesting thing when those games do come out. If they do see that huge surge in sales that I think they're hoping, or if people have just moved on to the other consoles and you know, there's there's a lot of diehard Nintendo fans out there. I go, so do not count them out. Oh no, I'm I not mean, there there I, are there are a ton of diehard Nintendo fans. I I mean, so I'm not counting them out. I know quite a few of them myself, but I'm still gonna say Wii's gonna be trampled over this Christmas. Yeah, hardcore, hardcore. <laughs> so so Sony announces their sales, and Microsoft responds with some infographics of how much gamers are doing in their games like 3 billion zombies killed in dead rising 90 million miles driving in forza 5 etc etc in other words microsoft is snooping even more in your gaming <laughs> habits via ps4 thanks for calling uh, i'm sure 
<laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure Sony's collecting that type of data too, but it's just the data that Sony can can put out to the press is probably just a little bit different than what Microsoft wants to put out because Microsoft might not want to put out their sales numbers if they're not topping Sony. So right. that's probably they went this route. I just thought that was really, really funny this week when I kind of saw that. Ugh, poor Microsoft. So I did get an email from Sony this week. If you do have a PlayStation Network account um, for your PSP, Vita, PS3, PS4, any Sony fucking product, I don't know. Um, a couple of weeks ago, it seemed that they were sending out emails to have users reset their passwords. Um, they were noticing irregular activity on some accounts. So I never got an email originally. So I was like, okay, cool. I mean, the password that I was using on Sony is a password I don't use anyplace else, especially especially after their security breach last year, which is another reason why I do not put my credit card out on Sony anymore. I purchase the cards and just use the, and just add the cards the money right to my wallet um, right on the PlayStation 3 or the PlayStation 4. And it's nice. I realized you can actually buy those cards now from Amazon and just have the code immediately. So I don't even need to go to the store anymore to buy those. I don't know why I hadn't thought about that before. See, Joe, this is where your lack of exercise is coming from. <laughs> By not going to the store? Exactly. If, if, I you, highly if you, doubt that. If you wanted the exercise, you'd drive to fucking Walgreens, buy the card, <laughs> and then come back home. Done. Well, I, I, could do, I could almost do it from my phone. And I, I could probably do it for my Kindle Fire, buy the card. Download the it. code onto my phone and then <laughs> enter. Actually, actually, when I did receive the email that I that I um, needed to change my password, I logged into my last pass on my phone, had it generate a password, copied it to the clipboard on my phone, logged into my PlayStation 4, went to the second screen on my PlayStation app on my phone and literally copied and pasted the 25 character password I came up with. I think it was 25. I don't even know if it was 25. It might have even been longer. And um, pasted it right in on my phone and to put it up on the screen that I had, you know, enter and everything was done. So I didn't have to actually type anything. So yeah. it's pretty cool. But one of the things I wanted to talk about with this story was that kind of pisses me off about Sony they started these password resets a couple of weeks ago. I just got mine this week. If they're noticing regular activity across their network, fucking reset everybody's password at once. Don't do, don't do it in waves. Don't, you know, I'm, 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 I guess I'm having trouble since I work in IT. I'm having trouble believing that they're noticing suspicious activity on. 100 accounts over here, 100 accounts this week over here, and then 100 accounts over here, and I'm on like the third week of accounts. I'm kind of calling bullshit on that one. I have a feeling that they noticed something, they're doing it in waves, and they didn't just want to bring too much attention to it, but it kind of pisses me off that I'm in a later wave, and if something would have happened to my account, I would have been a little upset. I mean, like I said, I don't have my credit card out there anymore, mainly because of what happened to them and their hacking thing from last year or whatever that was. It might have been almost two years ago now. It was two, it was two years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, that's when I instantly stopped putting my credit card out there for pretty much anybody. Even I don't even do it for Microsoft anymore. Um, so I was just I was just a little pissed at Sony that they were doing it like that. I could be wrong. Maybe they did just notice activity on certain accounts um, this week, different from the last two, but 
considering I know how networks work and how this stuff goes, I'm kind of calling shenanigans on that. What do you think about that? Because you work in IT too. No, I don't. I work, I work in retail. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. You were telling me about some of the jobs you were doing the other day, and it really didn't have much to do with computer work. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to go into that one. So, yeah, I, it, it kind of doesn't make any sense. Um, if they really were experiencing issues that they felt would compromise the integrity of the service overall, they should have just been draconian about it and said, look, we had this problem two years ago. We learned from it. You know, we fucked up. Here's what we're going to do. Just reset your passwords. Everybody do it. And if there really was something going on on the network and this is their solution, they clearly haven't learned a whole hell of a lot. You know, I agree with you 100%. Waves does not solve a problem. It leaves it starts isolating a problem but there's still the problem right it doesn't it, i just reset everybody's password just have everybody do it all at once yeah i, yeah, I, I don't when, when i had first heard it was happening i was like okay cool nothing you know nothing must have happened to my stuff because i didn't get an email and then like i said i just got the email this week and i was like well hang on a minute i heard about this story like two weeks ago and then i started looking and i'm thinking and i'm like you gotta be kidding me i go are they doing this in fucking waves because that's what it seems like to me. Mm-hmm. I go, if they started this two weeks ago, and I'm just getting one like, two weeks later, you know, I was like, what the hell is this? I, like, that is poor shit, poor security. I'm and it, it's interesting that you say that because I have not received an email yet. So it maybe it isn't everybody, and maybe it is. Maybe I just got on the list. Maybe they did notice something suspicious. So, I, like I said, I use LastPass to generate my password, so I'm not really too worried about having to generate a new one and to enter it everywhere. It doesn't bother me much. It's real easy for me to do, so. My password's cat. <laughs> I, you know what? I was going to use the, um, the, what is it, the six zeros that they use for the nuclear codes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's password's what's the football. <laughs> I was going to go, I was like, hey, if it's good for the nuclear fucking codes, it should be good enough for freaking PlayStation Network. What the hell? <laughs> so if, so if you, you heard that first, Siri, if anybody wants to learn how to launch nukes in the U.S., just hack Joe's PSN account. There you go. It's all zeros, baby. <laughs> um, so, Sony, get, you know, get your security shit together. Come on. Let's let's get on the ball here. This is we got a new generation of consoles here. Don't don't don't, don't mess this up and look bad here. I mean, it's you're you're on the right track. Don't 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 go don't go off kilter here and and hit the brick wall face first. We're gonna if I knew the guy what that one guy from PlayStation Network on Twitter that you follow, we should just tweet this podcast to him and just this part. And just say, just one message. Don't fuck up, bro. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> so one of the one of the other pieces of news that I was reading about, um, the big game that was last year was The Walking Dead from Telltale Games. I don't know if you played that, Greg. Did you ever get a chance to play that? Oh yeah. Yeah, wasted I, my whole life on that game. I fucking love that game. That game was outstanding. I could yeah. see why it got game of the year last year from pretty much everybody in the industry. Um, I would agree with them on that. That was an outstanding game. Season two is supposed to start December 17th. 
Yeah, so I would just over a week away. What was that one that they just released like in the interim, like 300 days or something? 400 days or something. 400, one. Yeah. That I, one I wasn't real impressed with. No, I kind of just wanted more of the whole Clem thing. Yeah, and it looks like that's coming back. And it looks like there's going to be, I've seen some screenshots. You're not only going to see her, but possibly somebody else from the first season. Mm. I'm not going to do any spoilers if you nobody's seen it yet. You can Spo- go find all the shit. Spoiler alert, plaid. So um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. Um, that should be pretty interesting. Yeah, I'll, I'll drop the coin on it. Oh, definitely, definitely. There's a couple other things I wanted to pick up. They had just put out the, um, they put out a werewolf one too, and I can't think of the damn name of it. Who Telltale? Yeah, I thought they had just put out a werewolf one just a little while ago, and that one looked really, really good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not played that one yet though, but um, I'm definitely going to be playing The Walking Dead. But um, on the on the VGX Awards, Telltale is also putting out a one for game of thrones i think Ooh. and one for pan the city is pandora they had better be right fucking careful with that game of thrones one man oh there were a lot of people um that were talking about that tales from the borderlands is the other one that they're putting out too so they're putting out a pan they're putting out a borderlands one so they're gonna spread themselves over four games now you're gonna have walking dead um, Tales from the Borderlands, Game of Thrones, and then the Wolf one that just came out. They had better have the staff to handle that. So I was reading, a couple of people were posting about that on Twitter and um, Google Plus and everything saying, you know, um, you know, do you really think Telltale can split themselves um, that thin? And I was like, oh, that's... To make it that thin and to keep the integrity of the quality that was there from The Walking Dead Season 1. Yeah. I I hope so. I really do. Yeah, it's... I, I'm guessing that they probably have quite a bit um, already done for, for, for The Walking... The Wolf Among Us is the wolf one. Okay. That one came out, the first episode of that one came out October 11th. Um, But yeah, they got The Walking Dead Season 2 coming up, Game of Thrones, and then um, and then the Tales from the Borderlands. So it's the Borderlands one, I liked Borderlands 1. I never played Borderlands 2. I heard Borderlands 2 was supposed to be really good. I I really liked Borderlands 1. I thought that was, for me not being a first-person shooter guy, I really liked Borderlands. I thought that was a great game. I don't know if I really want to play a story game about that, though, in that set in that world. That would be, I, I it, guess it, I would have to see it. You know, I, I don't of, know. That kind of sounds to me like somebody would try to do a visual novel based on Fallout. Yeah. I would never play that. In a million years, I would never play that. Yeah, that's I. When I heard that, I was like, "Oh, okay." I was <laughs> like, "I'm not." I really wasn't. I was kind of undecided <laughs> about it. I was like, "Oh, uh, it's, okay, I uh, sure." Yeah, Borderlands is popular. I guess you know. This is going to turn into so, the whole video game crash in the visual novel industry, where it's like. 
and this is a popular IP. Let's make a visual novel out of it. Yeah, well, and that's what there's a lot of indie games that are basically going more. I mean, like when we go get when when we start talking about the awards here in the next section, you know, Gone Home and everything. There's there's so many of the novel games that are just becoming so popular right now. Um, I'm just worried that it's going to get too too flooded here with just all these types of games. Right, and, so, but, and that's that's going to backpedal my statements in previous episodes where I've raved about the quality of the games that are here and how hard it is to find them. And now it seems like everybody and their mother is making a visual novel game of some type and. It, the, some of them are really good, and ninety-five percent of them are total shit. And I think you're going to get that with any genre of game. You're right. going to have the ones that crawl, crawl their way to the tops and are good, and the others are just going to left, you know, strand strandle in there, and you know, kind of just be hanging on and just sell a little bit. So, I guess let's get on to the next section though, which are the game awards, the VGX awards, were on yesterday. Right, so you you buffer this a little bit. I got to go top off on coffee. All right, that sounds good. So, so. the VGX Awards were last night. Um, I guess they were being streamed on the PS3, the Xbox One, the Xbox 360. I watched it on my Google TV. Um, and the award session has changed there. They changed the format, I guess you could say, um, from what it was in the past couple of years. And they had Jeff Keighley on there with Joel McHale. And the show started out, and right from the beginning, you could see that the whole thing, which was a three-hour-long show, was just one big convoluted fucking train wreck, which which is a shame. So I'm back, and I hear train wreck. And <laughs> So, so to kind of preface, I actually did not watch VGX. Uh, I had some medical issues yesterday, so I did not get to partake in that. Which everybody is okay from. Right. right. Okay. Every, everybody's fine from that. So um, removal was successful. Good. All right. So VGX, um, train wreck. VGX, train wreck. So I, be, I was looking out on the VGX, on VGX, um, on the Spike webpage for this spike.com slash vgx you know and i went to about the show and i'm looking like okay what does the vgx stand for i don't fucking see it anywhere well x is a cool letter <laughs> so it, so long as you just so, have x in the name i know it used to be you know the vgas video game awards so i don't know if this is video game extreme extreme. Uh, I, I mean i don't know what the fuck it is but that was the first thing I was looking at before we started the show. I was like, what does the X and the VGX stand for? And I'm like, okay, well, here's about the show. It'll fucking say here. Obviously, it's about the show, isn't it? It's video games. Nothing. Are you serious? Roman numerals. Are you serious? No, no I'm just I'm just kidding. Around. I was fucking going to say. Actually, I got, you know what? I got damn truthfully, clue, man. truthfully, actually, I thought somebody did say this might have been the 10th one. So you may fucking be right. Really? Which would be hilarious if this was the 10th one, and I just never even thought about that. But you may be freaking right about that, but it doesn't say anywhere on their website, uh, you know which what? I thought it was just hilarious about. I, I really, You might be right. I ain't got a fucking clue. But if it ends up being Video Games 10, and next year we see VGXI, <laughs> I'm going to shit a brick. <laughs> and I'll record it, too. So um, the show starts out. 
I will say I do like the format change. They they completely changed formats. They got away from a normal huge Hollywood thing where they had like a huge auditorium and stuff like that. It was at like this venue where they were sitting down, able to talk with developers and look at the games and everything. It almost looked like they were going for more of an E3 feel, kind of like a personal E3 feel where they would sit down and talk to the devs. Um, they would show after they gave handed out an award, they would you know show the studio that won it and some people would be able to talk and they let the studios record however they wanted to to receive their award which is really cool i really liked a lot of the things about the show i think they were they as far as the format goes in the direction they were going down the right path where they fucked up royal and i will say this as i will repeatedly say this throughout this podcast was having joel McHale there who i really like I mean, I think he's a great comedian. I think he's great on the soup. I like him on community, but God, did he just fuck this award show up by Ow. trying to be a smart ass and it just did not work. It was just, it seemed extremely condescending. He seemed like he did not want to be there. It was, and it, and from reading, some people actually liked him. Some people didn't. It, it, I wouldn't say it was 50, 50. It's probably more like 60, 40 from some some different things I've seen and read. Um, but there were some people that actually did like it. My Twitter feed was blowing up and nobody liked it. All the people I follow on Twitter. I did I did happen to catch, because I tried to watch the VGX on my cell phone while I was at the hospital. And uh, that clearly didn't work, because it just blew, like my cell phone just puked every time <laughs> I went to the website. I, it just blew up. Like I had to restart my cell phone twice while I was there, because it did oh, that. Jesus. Yeah, it was that bad. So then I was like, fuck it, I'll just go on Twitter. I'll catch whatever everybody's talking about there. I did see flaming about that on Twitter, though. A lot of it. But it was it was just horrible. I mean, every time he read something, they they were it, when they were talking to the developers, they would talk to the developer about the game. Then they would say, "Okay, let's go to Twitter and everything." And he'd be like, "And this from," and he would read the Twitter name, and I'm sure you know who that is. Ha ha. Okay, the first time that might have been okay, but doing that every single time, that joke does not work. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, he, uh, the the moral of the story is he lost street cred. I oh big time and I was even sitting there I was sitting there and I even tweeted out right after the first five minutes I'm like I need to start drinking quickly here because <laughs> that may be the only thing that saves this for me and an hour into the show I was like I cannot drink these Christmas ales fucking fast enough oh no oh no you know that's kind of how it was and it kind of unrelated note that's kind of how it was when I was watching the uh, keynote for the the Samsung Galaxy what was it the last? Oh, yeah. Remember that one? Remember that? Oh, that was fucking horrible. Oh, that was so bad. Yes. That was. This was close. This was close to that. This oh, was extremely man. close to that. And I and I give Jeff Keeley so much props. I know there's a lot of people that don't like him. I know a lot of people may think he's a sellout. I know people may think he's just a corporate shill or whatever. But I I do like his reviews. I do like what he writes. Um. And I will say that for as much of a train wreck as Joel McHale was, he tried to keep this show going and I give him big kudos. I do say that. I I was I mean, he could tell that Joel McHale was just not the right choice five minutes into the show. He was just like, this is not gonna fucking work and now I just need to deal with this for the next three hours. Because it was literally a three fucking hour show with no commercials. Wow. Well, at least, I mean, they had somebody there trying to put Band-Aids on it, unlike the Samsung keynote, which was just yeah. 
you know, like train wreck, dead babies everywhere, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it, but it was, I mean, there were, there were just things that Joel McHale was saying to the developers and everything towards the beginning, towards the end of the show, he seemed to start coming around a little bit and wasn't being so, I mean, even my wife was just like, she goes, wow. She goes, he just does not belong here. And, and she's even a huge fan of his. I mean, I've, we've liked him for years. We've, we've, we really like his form of comedy, but, and I guess there's two different Joels you can get, you know, and it's just the one that he came out with for last night was just not the one that I think fit the show or fit the awards or anything like that. So I'll, I'll step down from my soapbox on that, but that was just, I'm now telling that, you. Now that it's all sweaty and, you know, it's got your anger written all over it. I was, I just could not believe it. Uh, the one guy from Destructoid, he was, he was tweeted out a picture and he sent, you know, had like all these chips and party food and everything in a bottle of Jaeger. And halfway through, I was like, he was like, he goes, they, he said that they, he tweeted out, they only took a couple shots of Jaeger. I'm like, how have you guys not down that whole fucking bottle yet? <laughs> I go, I can't, I can't get into the fridge to get the Christmas ales fast enough into me. <laughs> Damn. So, um, on to some of the awards. GTA 5 won Game of the Year. Boo! Eh, go figure. I didn't... What's crazy, all the games that were nominated for Game of the Year, I don't think I played one of them this year. That is a first. <laughs> that, I, seriously, that's a I've first got, for me. I've got three of them. I've got three of them. Yeah, I... I, I didn't play... I, I've been... I'm hoping GTA 5 comes out on next gen. Tomb Raider is supposed to come out on next gen, so I'll probably I might pick that up on PS4 then. Um, I didn't pay, play Bioshock Infinite. I mean, so it was just like okay. Um, well, I was like, wow, I haven't played any of these. We we I, I don't have I don't have a Wii or Wii U, so I didn't play the the Mario game. Well, no, and nobody I, cares. And I do I do want to play The Last of Us. Right. That game I've heard is supposed to be awesome. So well, we had conversations about this off camera, and um, in fact, just before we started the podcast, frankly, I think Tomb Raider should have won Game of the Year and for the grounds that it reinvented a franchise and massively succeeded at that. Not many games do that, especially yeah, when they, did. especially when they go through a franchise reboot. That's typically yeah. when they fail. This yeah, one it, did not do that. And it was a pretty big reboot, too. I mean, they completely right. changed Lara. Um, and, and that's the thing is they changed the core mechanic, which was the character. Right. Because you cannot deny that with the first series of games up until this one, the thing that really sold the game was the sex aspect or sex appeal of the primary character. And they basically removed a shit ton of that from this one. Dude, she's still... No, she's still hot. I no. was gonna say, now no. come on, no, really? She's, no, she's still banned. You're gonna say they removed that? No, she's still banned. But, but she's they a different they, type of of character, right? They, they changed the core mechanic. They changed the core character. They changed the core story, and the game still managed to be wildly successful. Right. I don't understand how they did not get Game of the Year. <sighs> Well, when you got GTA Five come rolling in, um, well, that's Rockstar, pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Rockstar paid somebody over there. So, it's I really wasn't surprised about it. Um, 
I can't say yay or nay to GTA five. Like I said, I'm waiting to play it on next gen. I'm hoping next year they come out with like a game of the year edition that comes out on PS4. Um, or maybe even PC. I'd play it on the PC even. Um, so I'm just gonna bide my time. I think the only game that I really want to get on the last gen systems um is probably gonna be South Park Stick of Truth. I've not played that one. Well, it's not out yet. I that could be why. But <laughs> but I just my interest in South Park games kind of went down the toilet because a lot of them were shit. This one, though, looks like the cartoon, and it looks like it's going to play like a real, real great RPG game. I mean, just from the clip that they showed yesterday on the BGX Awards, my wife even said, she goes, I want to play that. You know what else, you know what else was, was a good RPG, Joe? The Sailor, Mo- the Sailor Moon RPG on Super Nintendo. Was it? I missed that damn. Thing. <laughs> Actually, there were two of them, and one of them sucked really bad. And the other one was pretty good. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna have to get those now. I'm gonna have to get I'm, an emulator and play those. I'll, I'll send you the, I'll send you the files. Zip. <laughs> so, um, action adventure game of the year went to Assassin's Creed Four, which I'm had a huge play session over which we will talk about during the what i'm playing now session section of the show um but i had a huge marathon session um yesterday and the day before and i've been playing the hell out of that game dude we we both did marathons then because you did assassin's creed i did terraria do you know what i played some terraria thursday or friday night and i really wanted to do some multiplayer and let's hold off on that conversation because right. that's, the, that's the one I'm playing now we're, we're still in a new section here We, but I think I have Terraria down if not what I'm playing now we're adding Terraria right now because I wanted to talk to you about that throw it down man because I have some thoughts about that for later on Uh-oh. Naughty Dog won Studio of the Year which I thought was pretty cool I'm sure they won for The Last of Us um, yeah, they kind of they kind of came back from the dead, man. Yeah, yeah, they did, which is which is pretty cool. I I always like them as a studio. Yeah. So I was pretty I was pretty glad that they won. And wasn't then, uh, wasn't uh, was that Cliffy B where he started out at? No. Or Epic. Oh, I, I, okay, that was he's, Epic. He's been with, he was with Epic the whole time up until last year when he quit. He I think he's always been with Epic. I hmm. don't I don't I don't think he was with anybody else. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure he was okay. always with Epic. I, I I thought I don't know. I'm getting him mixed up with somebody else. That's it's very possible. <laughs> um, and then Gone Home won a couple of awards: best PC game and best indie game. Yeah, this looks amazing. You were kind of stoked about. Had you ever seen Gone Home before the award show? No. I had heard of it. I've never played it. I've seen it and was like, nah, okay, it looks it looks like here's, a story game. Here's here's the thing. A we all know I love these kinds of games. Yes. Right. This is probably my favorite genre of gaming right here. Um, second, I did kind of see some people playing going uh, playing this game on YouTube, but it was comedic gamers that I subscribed to, like the Dogs Cast and that okay. kind of thing. Um, which for these kinds of games, I don't like to watch because they absolutely fucking ruin the game for me. Yeah, I could I could um, see that. I tend to take these a little seriously, so I have not played this. I have not seen it. I have only seen the trailer for the game. I did break down before the show and watch the GameSpot review. I already dropped the coin on it. Oh, you did? Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
already dropped the coin. I will be playing it tonight. Okay, cool. So it looks it looks amazing. Yeah. You'll be able to talk about that next week then. <laughs> So I didn't write down all the all the people who won awards. If you want to find out who won all the awards, you can go out to spike.com slash VGX and click on the appropriate categories and see. I just wanted to pick out some of the bigger ones that I thought were kind of interesting and cool. They got a ton of shitload stuff out there. Um, all the video clips and everything like that. I don't think you can watch the whole three-hour show, or at least I haven't found that yet. But you can see a lot of the developer previews and highlights that they have. But um, what I also wanted to talk about were some of the trailers that they showed. So one of the first trailers they showed, um, I don't think these are in any particular order, so they might, they're probably out of order from how they were on the show. I just threw them in the document in a certain, when I just thought about them. Broken you, you, threw, you, you threw them in the document according to how big of a geek boner you had per, <laughs> per trailer. Nah, no. no. <laughs> I can, no, I can't, because these are, these are out of boner order. So no, I can't say that. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. So, Broken so Ace. The, the, my boner was about half masked here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Broken Age from Double Fine looks pretty cool. Um, and Elijah Wood is actually voicing the main character. Um, and this is basically going back to their old, um, old style types of games um, that they did back in the 90s. So, I'm kind of looking forward to this one. This one could be pretty cool. Tell you what, man, Retro's making a comeback. Big retro time. is big time making a comeback which is fine with me um because mm-hmm. i'm getting old i'm getting up there in age and everything so <laughs> i can re- i can remember the good old days damn kids man i remember, what I, had to fire, like. I remember I had to fire up my commodore 64 <laughs> and wait three minutes for the thing to boot and load a game and then flip a floppy disk over dude i got the chance to play the batman game on commodore 64 this week Oh my, yeah. oh my gosh dude that took so long to load oh it's ridiculous i was actually i was sitting there for like five minutes waiting for the fucking thing to load especially if you don't have one of the like the epics fast load cartridges oh no this was like stock c64 oh then you're screwed you need yeah. a fast load quick load cartridge buddy. yeah i know there was no, there was no optimize this is like yep stick it in sit there go have some coffee come back and you might be able to play the game back at back in the day when i had my commodore 64 i had actually bought super snapshot 64 which was both an accelerator and let you do screenshots nice and save them right to the card this thing was delivered to me and it was basically a pcb board with everything on it not in a case and you just plugged it into the back of your commodore 64 <laughs> and i let somebody borrow it and i don't know who and i have lost it over the years and i can kick myself for not actually having that i still have a fast load cartridge plugged into the 128 i have over here which still works but i want to find that super snapshot 64 that i had back in the day somebody's probably thinking that you're talking about an add-on for the nintendo 64 yeah no it was dude this thing literally was a small card that had a button on there and dip switches and the fucking thing was just insane which you could all do with this thing i mean you could just it was it was it was pretty cool. We're getting totally off track though. What I'm, right. what I'm, what I'm talking about, I could just go down go down <laughs> that road for the next hour. Um, South Park: Sick of Truth. I was just talking about probably be the last game I probably buy for my last gen consoles on the P probably PS3 in specific. Um, I'm really looking forward to this RPG though, especially with what I saw yesterday. It looks like you're playing the fucking cartoon, and I still to this day love South Park. I'm sorry. Oh no, you don't have to be sorry, man. I. I love South Park too. In fact, just the other day, 
I was talking to a guy I work with, and we were talking about that one episode in season seven where Cartman was doing the whole uh, the taco flavored kisses song. Oh my god, yes! Oh, <laughs> dude, we we actually went in on the store manager's whiteboard and started writing down like taco flavored kisses on his whiteboard while he wasn't in there, and he comes back in the room. He's like, "What the fuck?" That episode was just so. There are so many episodes that are just so wrong. <laughs> I love that one. That was just so wrong. So, one of the other games I saw, I've always liked the Thief series, and the graphics on this new one look amazing. Um, I've heard mixed things about it from people on Twitter and everything, and from when people have seen it at E3 and some of the other industry shows. Um, I'm hoping this one turns out okay, and I'm hoping it turns out good and isn't something that's completely just unbelievably difficult and nigh impossible to play so i'm glad you mentioned that because that's the exact reason why i do not like that franchise it is way too hard yeah so i'm hoping i'm hoping there is a toned down version possibly or levels um but i mean i would rather play halo 3 on legendary than play thief (laughs) any day well we'll see I'm, I have a better I'm, chance of beating Halo 3 on Legendary. Probably, probably. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever finished a Thief game, but I do like them. I can't imagine why, Joe. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, because I normally don't like don't like games that are too difficult, although I did like Demon Souls back in the day, and I never played Dark Souls. So, um, Witcher 3, the graphics on that one look amazing. That looks like pure eye candy. Which means I will not buy it. I've never played either of the first Witchers, Witcher 1 and Witcher 2. I heard the stories are supposed to be pretty good. Um, I don't know if you can just pick up three and how much you'll be missing. They have Witcher not. 1. They have Witcher 1 on GOG. Yeah, and I, I Witcher the I think both of the Witchers have been on sale on Steam and everything like that. I just have never picked either of them up. I don't know if I will probably will have time to play either of them, but that one did look look like really, really nice eye candy as well. And then the last game was from a little developer development company called Hello Games. And I started following them on Twitter yesterday. And I think they're, I started following them on Twitter. They were getting so much email that their email service crashed overnight. Damn. The guy actually paid for his flight out there to the BGX Awards. They didn't fly him out. He paid for his own flight out there. And I think this is only like a couple man crew or something. Right. So the game is called No Man's Sky, and we I'll put a link on when when Greg does the show notes. We'll do we'll have a link out to the YouTube YouTube video. Um, if you just look for Hello Games No Man's Sky out on YouTube, I'm sure you can find it. Um, prepare prepare but, to have your pants blown off with awesomeness. But definitely, definitely check it out. And it it did look at first I was like, oh, this looks wow. Okay. Yeah. This looks really cool. I go, holy shit. By the end of the video, I was like, yeah, I need to play this. This looks amazing. Oh yeah. So, well, you really didn't watch much of the VGX. You really can't have much else to say about them. Other than the fact that I'm extraordinarily disappointed in the game of the year submission, then yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe next year we can have a say in that. Next year, hold my breath. Next year, I'm going to that thing, and I'm gonna be like, "Listen here, bitches! <laughs> if I see another fucking GTA game on this list, I just suplex all of you right here on stage." All right, well, let's jump out of the next section of the show. What I'm playing now. 
um, where we talk about what we're playing. It's kind of that simple, people. We're not, we're not, we're not too difficult here. Um, so I was playing some FIFA 14, and I wrote about this on my personal blog. I got up to the semifinals in the one tournament I was in, and the coach didn't play me in that game because the past two games I had played in, I don't think I was doing as good. <laughs> even though, even though we still won, even though we still won, when it got to that semifinal tournament, the coach didn't play me. And what confused me was we played yeah. the quarter, we played the quarterfinal game, but then there were like three or four games, three games in between there before the semifinals, I think it was. And I did bad in the two game, the couple of games in between, which we still won got to the semifinals i didn't play and we lost like five to nothing and i sat there and i was like really fifa really i i was like suck it i was like i am done with you for a little while your your own team benched you <laughs> i was bad. like i sat there and i was like are you fucking serious i just <laughs> for two fucking hours wanting to play in this next freaking tournament game and i'm on the goddamn bench well, what the fuck kind of shit is this coach <laughs> I was like, oh man. I was like, yep, 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 done, save. I'm done with FIFA for a while. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, oh no. Um, then during the week, I played a little bit of, I was up here on the computer and I was just screwing around a couple of nights just playing some miscellaneous things. Um, I played a little bit of FTL. I don't know if you'd ever, you picked this one up off of Steam or not. I think I, I've talked about this one in a couple of early episodes. Um, this game is still hard. It's it's a it's a little space simulator. You're trying to make it out of these zones, and I still find this game rather rather tricky and difficult. I have yet to really beat it and actually finish it and make it through like the fifth wave, um, through like the fifth zone all the way through and make it out. Um, I've come close a couple of times. I have not been able to finish it yet. I haven't really played it that much, but I still find it sometimes rather difficult. Where you just get to a spot and people start. Transported, teleporting in on your ship, and then you're just fire start out, and it's just it fucking turns into mass mayhem. And I'm just like, this game gives me this game gives me a headache. I, I, that's not my kind of game. It's I I like the challenge in the games, but sometimes the games almost seem too difficult. And maybe I'm just doing something wrong. Maybe I just haven't figured out the right strategy for it yet. So, like I said, I haven't played it too much. To where, oh yeah, I know this game in and out. I'm, I definitely don't know the game in and out, and I definitely don't, not really great at it yet. So, I'll, I, I just tinker around with it every now and then. Hmm. Um, and then I had my marathon for Assassin's Creed Four. I'm a pirate I, bitch. I probably went from twelve percent done to about twenty five percent of the full game completed. And I'm so talking. What, so what you played like two hours? No, I'm talking, I'm not talking 25% of the story. I'm talking 25% of everything completed that you can do in the game. So I don't know how far along I am in the story. Um, I think I was in like the fourth sequence, maybe getting into the fifth sequence, and I don't even know how many there are. The story is getting really, really good now. Um, I have a real nice ship that I'm upgrading. I've been screwing around with the companion app on my Android phone, which actually now I can work and download. And it is kind of cool when you launch this and I can sit there and launch the map on my phone. And instead of hitting the button to go to the map on my screen, I can just look up the map on my phone and 
it shows me exactly where I'm at in the game and what's around me and everything. And it's just, it's, it is kind of a cool companion app. It's for free. I have to give them kudos. It works really fucking good. There's also a mini game built into it. Once you get so far along in the story, you can unlock Kenway's fleet and that's the guy you're playing. And you can actually send some of the ships that you plunder and take over in the game you can send that to kenway's fleet to the mini game and actually then use those ships to do trade runs for you and make more money on the side while you're not even playing the game you can just be playing the mini game on your phone so in other words it's like assassin's creed simulator something like that because they actually did release an assassin's creed pirate game excuse me on the google play store Assassin's Creed Nautical Logistics. Which was like five bucks or something, I think it was. Um, I haven't picked that up, and I don't think that ties into the game, but it's an Assassin's Creed pirate game that's actually out on the Android devices. But the companion app has that little Kenway Fleet minigame in there, which you can actually play in the game or on your phone. So you can play, you you know, access it either way, which I thought was really cool. But um, I do have to say, I could see why Assassin's Creed won for. Um, the action adventure game of the year because it's i'm having a blast my wife even when i was playing it yesterday she even walked into the room and she was like you didn't play the first one half as much as you played this one and i'm like that's because that first one wasn't as good as this one is that first first one sucked ass (laughs) the first one just felt i guess any game is going to get repetitive once you have done all of the you know, little things you do, you're just doing it in different areas and things. I guess there's just such a large variance of things to do within Assassin's Creed 4, unlike the first one where you only had a few, like, little side quests you could do. I guess I just have so much to do in Assassin's Creed 4, I'm not getting bored with anything. Because the minute I feel myself getting bored with something, I'm like, you know what, I've done this enough for right now, let me just go do this for a little while. And that's what I keep doing. I am... I'll play the I'll play through some of the main story for a little bit and then I'll just start sailing around and just start destroying ships and taking over um you know towns and I'll I'll run through a town and just try to find all of the different items that are in there um uh, listen listen to you Joe. pillage rape burn pretty much and that's I, I feel like I'm a fucking pirate <laughs> it's it's I love it it's it's great so far well, we ever hear of a town in Ohio going under, we know what happened. <laughs> you know, I do live by the lake. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and his pirate ship on Lake Erie. Um, one of the other things that I downloaded on my phone, as well as the companion app to Assassin's Creed 4, was a, I don't want to say it's a companion app to Knack, but it's a game called Knack's Quest. So I wrote a, I wrote a review, review for Knack. That was one of the first games I actually finished on the PS4. So this game is just one of the match three type games. You know, just like all the other games that are out there, the Candy Crushes and all the other shit. Um, but this one will actually, after you accumulate so many points, it will unlock different items within the game of Knack itself, which you can tie to the PlayStation. And you can log in with your PlayStation account, and it'll actually send the game, send the items over to your game so you can unlock those items in game which would have been nice had this app been out when i was fucking playing the game but considering i finished it two three weeks ago now um yeah i've unlocked a bunch of shit that i'm probably not going to use and may not go back to play knack again so 
I was sitting here screwing around with this, and I was like, I wonder how many things I can unlock. So I just sat there, and whenever I was sitting out watching TV yesterday, today, and stuff, I was just sitting there flipping around three little items, you know, and matching things up, and just unlocking things in that. So we'll see if I ever get, well, if I ever go back to that and um, actually experience any of that. Um, I, I, I have wanted to go back and try the multiplayer with the wife. We just haven't had a chance to do that, though. I've been too much into Assassin's Creed 4, and I have a feeling that's not going to change for another couple weeks now. So you go, Joe. Uh, uh, you're, the story. you're more akin to pillage, rape, and burn harmless children and wives while you could be spending time with your wife playing that. Hey, you know what? That's the way life is sometimes. <laughs> That's the way I roll. <laughs> That's how we do it, Ohio. <laughs> All right. So one of the last games we're going to talk about, because this is what you sounded like you had a marathon session on, Terraria. And, and in fact, one of the only games I've had the chance to play lately. That sucks, because I've played. i been playing a lot of shit. I know you have, and I've been so caught up in work and last-minute issues, and, yeah, and I'm just like, stuff too. That, and it's just like, Okay, now I have a minute. Let's play Terraria. All right, so you played Terraria. So you, and really, you, you tell me what you did and your your thoughts on it so far, and then I'll give you mine. So my character is really extremely buff now. I'm tanking bosses very easily now, very very easily. Um, wow. So yeah. you, you've you put in you've either one put in more time than I have, or two you've just found the right fucking areas. Uh, it's put in more time in the right areas because I found that I was actually wasting time by just digging around and looking for shit. And that's what I'm doing. So tell me what I'm right. doing wrong because truthfully, this game is what I was just going to say about it was this game's not grabbing me. The way the way that Minecraft grabbed me and was like, oh my god, I need to play it. I I've been trying to give Terraria a chance. I'll play it for an hour or two at a pass, and I'm like digging and my I'm, I'm like looking for shit and I'm like getting some items i don't feel super strong right now right and but i don't feel i'm finding anything good and you're not going to and that's the problem is unless you know where to go and what to look for you're not going to feel strong you're just going to stumble around like a fucking idiot and you're just you're going to lose interest in the game and that's and that's what's happening so what you need to do is you need to first find as much gold as you can okay Right now, are you, you talking? Need, are you talking money gold? No, I'm talking gold, gold, gold ore that you smelt in the gold okay. bars to make equipment with. Okay. Gold is probably the best of the low tier equipment you can get. All right. Right. The next thing you need to do is you need to understand that your magic is used by wands. Okay. I don't have any. I don't have any wands yet. I have like right four or five mana stars yet because I keep finding all the falling stars. Uh-huh. What's your what's the max mana you can have? I don't know. Mine's at two hundred right now. Jesus Christ! How many stars do you have? I know that two hundred stars don't fit on the fucking side of the screen. Uh, I have eight. Okay, and, I have like five. Okay, I, think, and so. I have I have two hundred health and two hundred mana. Um, but your magic is generated by wands, and those wands are built by using like the amethyst and the topaz. And she, I don't even think I found that shit yet. Oh, no, you probably have found it. You just run past it. It's kind of hard to see. Okay. So basically, you need to build gold equipment and gold weapons. Um, and you definitely need a wand of some sort because you need that ranged attack. 
Well, my sword shoots out a ranged attack. I found some nice sword that uh-huh. does some pretty decent damage that shoots out some sort of attack that I've been using now for a while. And I think it's the only reason why I haven't quit the game so far is because I do have this ranged attack. Because had I been just been using a normal sword, I would have probably died so many times I would have said this game can fucking suck it and moved on. Right. right. We need to we need to get our multiplayer so I can give you some equipment then. Um but yeah, definitely gold stuff. And then once you get the gold stuff and a few ranged weapons, uh, you need to go to a corrupted area. That shit with the purple stuff everywhere, with those soul eaters flying around and everything like that. Oh, I've been there. Okay. I, I found a purple area. Start tanking those guys constantly. Okay. And they'll start, they will drop, it's rare, but they will drop better equipment. <laughs> okay. Once you get that equipment, and then you start being able to basically you get that equipment your goal is to get is to summon bosses and get demonite ore which will let you make better weapons and armor that will let you actually progress through the game so how do you summon the bosses i guess i guess i haven't gotten that far you have to there are certain items that do it um and they can only be crafted at demonic altars which are inside the corruption okay those demonic altars look like these little gaping arms that come out of the ground and they got little particles floating out of them. You can't destroy them. You can't move them anywhere. You just have to stand by them and craft them. Okay. Um, certain items will summon certain bosses. Like if there's an eyeball that looks like the demon eyes that summons a boss called the Eye of Cthulhu. Heard of it. I saw I saw that on the wiki. I've heard of that on the wiki. Right. I've killed like 13 of them things. Oh, I see. I see. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm nowhere doing, I'm just digging around like it's Minecraft and stuff. And I'm like, no, you, why do people like this game? I'm like, no, sitting no. Here, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not seeing the part of this game yet. And I know there's something I'm missing. And, and I think fig- I figured out what it was we're missing. It's the combat. It's the combat. It's the summoning of the creatures and fighting different ones and figuring out what the game unlocks when you do beat them. Okay. That's where it's at. So, Basically, the gist is get better, get start with the gold stuff. Uh, definitely try to make some magic weapons, and then just start tanking mobs in the corruption, and then start summoning bosses. And you will. I, I have to show you some of this stuff on multiplayer because it's kind of difficult. How do you dig faster? I think that's the one part the where I'm just like the the pickaxes. Um, so there's a couple things that happen. Um, my pickaxe speed right now. Well, the pickaxe I have has 75% pickaxe power, which pretty much destroys everything in one hit, save for, you know, like Ebonstone or Hellstone or anything like that. Right. Um, once you defeat a certain boss, and if you have an open house, a dryad will show up. The dryad sells. Oh, yeah, a, I've heard that. The dryad sells an item called a dirt shovel, which moves massive quantities of just regular dirt out of the way. Okay. It's expensive as hell, though. Twenty gold. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I think I think I have like one gold right now, and I was right. I was stoked when I got the one gold. <laughs> I got up to one gold. I was like, woo! I've got. I think I have thirty-eight gold right now. Oh Jesus! Um, I'll wait until I get forty before I drop the coin on that one, and wait until a demolitionist shows up at your at your houses and got buy. Already. Okay, buy as many six of TNT as you can buy. They're a gold apiece. I have one gold. Just trust me. Once you <laughs> once you start getting those, and, and the other thing you have to do is just look for underground houses because the underground houses will have – they're abandoned. Um, they will have treasure chests in them that have such good loot. 
Such I found well, that's where I that's where I found my sword at, and I found three or four treasure chests already, and I even found like a ice treasure chest or like a blue one or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have found multiple treasure chests. I found some items, and I and I try to look up at the wiki and see like what I'm missing and try to piece it all together. But I, like I said, I still feel like I'm missing part of this game because it hasn't grabbed me yet, and I'm like. Everybody I talk to says, once you get to this point, it just grabs you. And I'm like, I've been playing this game now, and it hasn't grabbed me. And I'm like <laughs> getting to the point where I'm not really too sure I want to invest more time in it because I just don't feel like it's like it's getting me yet. Yeah, it's it's a combat. We need to hop on multiplayer so I can show some of this stuff to you. And then I got some – I've actually been saving some equipment to give to you. So, All right. That's yeah, we'll, cool. We'll have to hop on multiplayer and I'll have to show it to you because they're – there are so many places. There, are, I don't know if you know about this or not either, but there are actually islands that float way up in the sky, way, way up in the sky. Like, how the fuck are you supposed to get there? Nerd pull up to them. So basically, all you do is just make this extremely high chain of like dirt blocks or sand blocks. It's literally like five hundred blocks high. Are you serious? No joke. Wow. And there are harpies and waverns up at that height too. Hmm. So did you, I think during the week I had texted you, I was seeing there was a bunch of posts and people were doing some talking about a game that hits Steam that's in alpha or in pre-release that you can pick up for 15 bucks called Starbound. Yeah, I did. I looked at it, did not try it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to drop the 15 bucks on it. I was just wondering if you would, if you had actually had a chance to look at it, because it basically looks like it's Terraria, but um, in outer space. Right. and. I think this falls back on what we mentioned before, where we've both been burned by alpha releases a little bit yeah. too much to try and invest into something like this. It looks like it's got potential. I will give it that. Yeah, but it I, definitely does. But I need more before I invest in it. Yeah. I need way it's one, more. It's one of the reasons why I haven't bought Trove yet. And yeah. I'm, although I have a feeling possibly next week, when I after I get paid, I may pull the trigger on Trove. Uh, I'm probably gonna wait a little bit longer. I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of in the mood to play that. That's, I'm interested. I, I kind of have faith in Tryon, considering I think, like I said on the last podcast, I played Rift and I really enjoyed Rift as far as how they did the MMO. I have a feeling they're not gonna do anything wrong. They're gonna do stuff right. So, um, right. I, as a developer, I, I trust them. Yeah, and I, I will admit, I'm missing my keyboard a little bit. Um, just because, I mean, like we said before, we, we invested way too much time in that game, but I did have a, yeah. I had a lot of fun playing that. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that was and, fun. And I want more where that came from, but it's not going to be from Q World. No. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, that one's probably just done. And, and that's a real shame. It, it really is. I mean, that guy, that, that guy's fucked. His, his career is, is demolished. Yeah, and but he. It depends on how much money he made. I have a feeling he made some coin off of this. So. Oh, you know he made. Do we pay twenty bucks for the damn game? Yeah, I know. I bought one copy from me and my wife too. So I was. I spent forty, by the brother. Right. I mean, I, so, and I, with as many people were active on that game when it was active, that cat made oh, a yeah. shit ton of coin yeah. off of that. Yeah. He's sad, man. So. <laughs> that was about all I have that I played. Was there anything else you played besides Terraria? 
because it, uh, like it definitely sounds like we need to get into multiplayer. We've said this for a couple weeks now. And yeah. We need to just pick a day this week to where we are fucking playing some Terraria multiplayer and we just do it already um, because I want to see some of this shit. I want to know why this game is not grabbing by the balls yet and, <laughs> and started making them tingle. So um, Yeah, just Terraria, and I've also been uh, working on what I have had a chance to, uh, working on the RPG game that I've been putting together slowly over a while um like i said last week it's just basically building content right now and that's it's it's easy to do because all i need is a pen and paper to build the content with mm -hmm. um i just have not had time to sit down and get it input into the system so that it turns into something cohesive and that's mostly just been because time constraints so been doing that and uh couple other projects for work which are also eating up my time as well yeah and uh we, we we're still trying to get together to the website we know there's some problems with the website we're working right on. right and, and if and i have already received emails uh some people have tried to subscribe to the podcast with mm -hmm. uh uh catchers squarespace has an issue with our audio i have made them aware of it and that we are currently working on that yeah so we're working on that um i might be playing around with the forums this week so we'll see how far those come along and we might have forums possibly by the next episode. We'll see how adventurous and how much time I get this week to play around with that. Um, I do have a couple of videos and some pics that I uploaded to my Facebook account for my PS4, which I'll be kicking over to the moving over to the one I'm playing now Facebook page and I'll putting them up on the site. There was um, a quick video I uploaded and it was cool what I actually did this time. You can actually edit the videos right on the PS4, which I didn't do before. The last time I just took like 15 minutes of gameplay from knack and just uploaded the whole thing <laughs> this time i went into edit the edit feature and you can actually just trim down the video you can pick the start point and you can pick the end point and just take a clip of video and it'll just upload that clip to that segment uh facebook then oh wow to where it's pretty much already edited all i got to do maybe is put a beginning and an end on it um you know like a trailer and an editing on there and then I'll upload it to the site. So I got some screenshots that I took from my Assassin's Creed 4 play over the weekend. Um, a little video from me doing a little assassining, um, <laughs> jumping down when I was taking over, doing the one, doing the one um, quest, and I, I jumped down and killed this guy from the air. And it was it was the way you were supposed to kill him. You had extra. You, you got like a bonus for doing that and so I, I made sure i did it that way and it was pretty sweet so i was like okay this video's got to go up there this is this is a this is a really sweet death the way i took him out so nice yeah i got i got a couple of let's plays i got the entire bioshock i, I pretty much got bioshock infinite covered completely for a let's play so i have to put that up there what i'm thinking we should do is if we do some multiplayer terraria we should probably record that and maybe put that up on the site too i think that would be a pretty good um let's play Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do some multiplayer stuff. Maybe even stream that out to Twitch. That would be on your end, man. You got the you got the bandwidth on your side. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, so we'll get to the last section of the show now, since we are just over the one-hour mark, which seems to be normal for us. Um, what I want to play now. So from the VGX Awards, I will say that my What I Want to Play Nows have now turned into South Park Stick of Truth, which I know is not coming out till next year, and No Man's Sky, which I have no fucking clue when that one's coming out. Which I have, that's why I haven't played South Park Stick of Truth, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, such a, I'm such a fucking idiot. Unless, unless if you can travel in time. But don't tell anybody, Joe. All right. 
I, well, I won't tell them about that 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 time, that time travel machine you have. It's just we'll just move on. The, the electric the electric rod that you stick in between your crotch. <laughs> what are you wanting to play coming up? Is there anything that you've seen lately? Anything you've heard about lately? Anything you've read about? Anything you saw on Twitter? Anything you heard me talk about that you're like, yeah, I fucking want to play that too? Uh, there's a couple of. I can't remember the names of them for life me because I saw them like on Monday on Twitter because I follow uh, Kotaku on Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, they had a couple uh, indie games that I were that I was looking at that I want to play and I can't remember the names of them for life me I'll have, I'll have to follow up on the show notes when we publish the audio version. Um, I definitely want to play Gone Home, which I'm I, which I will be doing after this podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm definitely going to do some more Terraria because I want to get some far better equipment. I'm cool. right, right now I'm stuck in the whole mode of uh trying to craft the weapons and shit. So nice. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, I think that's about it. We are at the end of another episode of what I'm playing now. Um, send us some emails. What I'm playing now at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Let us know what you would like to see. Um, let us know what you're playing. Um, because we just sit here and talk about what we're playing. Um, maybe there's something better out there that we should have our eyes on or we should have our fingers playing and stuff like that. So let us know. Um, follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Um, drop the G. Um, Facebook page is being worked on. Um, we're, like we said, we are working on the website. Maybe we'll have some forums up here soon. But And you can subscribe to the audio when it's fixed. <laughs> yes, and hopefully that will be fixed sooner rather than later. Yeah. Um, Squarespace is usually pretty good, so hopefully they'll be working with us on that and we can get that all squared away. So for now, go out there, play some more games, and let us know what you're playing now. Have a good one, everybody. Peace.